This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're looking for love, well, you've come to the wrong place. Because Kirsten and Scally, well, they don't know a thing. And the men that they cast on this show are truly a disgrace. So we don't care about the love that might be there. Yeah, we just want to see the drama. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Love Island wrap up. Today, we are talking about Love Island from August 4th to 6th of Love Island, USA. As always, I'm Kirsten McKinnis, joined by the wonderful Brian Scally. Scally, how are you? Hello. Hello. Um, I'm good a uh stretch of episodes that we have to talk about uh there's good there's very bad um but ultimately i'm excited that we have another great guest joining us to break it all down hell yes we do so you know them from when they've come on love island before when they came on for temptation island uh a true gem of a human evan windsor is here evan how are you Oh, are, are we not clapping no. here? Was that not a clap? Oh, my bad. <laughs> Nobody's clapping. <laughs> oh, well, I'm happy to be here. I'm excited. Even if nobody else is at this moment, I'm having a great one. What a wonderful! That was so funny uh, at the the recoupling at the end um, when production, you know, was just screaming incoherently into the void, and uh, Andre is just. Clap, 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 no way. The levity that the moment needed was yes. clapping allowed me to like genuinely laugh. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but before we we jump ahead into the silliness, into the fashion nova of it all, uh, we do uh, just want to talk up top about what happened in the Thursday episode when we found out about the Really unfortunate news about Josh's sister, um, resulting in Josh and Shannon leaving the villa. Uh, so feeling horrible for Josh and his family and just sending them all of our love, all of our prayers, our strength. Uh, real, uh, real downer there. It's gut-wrenching like uh, it was like uh, especially hearing like everyone talk to him and or talk about it because obviously we're not gonna get a confessional with him or Shannon or you know once they leave um, 
like definitely teared up. It's just like, it's the worst thing you could possibly imagine when you go on one of these shows and for that to happen is just so unthinkable and unfortunate. Yeah. Joshua is one of my favorites because I love baseball and every baseball player is perfect and non-toxic. Can't think of a single bad baseball player to ever be on a reality TV show. So Josh gets a pass. He's great. And I legitimately enjoyed him on the show. And also Shannon left. So. Yeah, and I do feel like as well, they were the definite front runners I've been saying for literal weeks to just write them the check. And now I'm saying write them the check, send it in the mail, send everyone else home. I don't need any more of this show. It could be over now. We can post date it. I mean, (laughs) it's tough. (laughs) Like, uh, I don't even know. It's like really the only... uh, like the last like send out almost even for Josh and Shannon besides their meeting with everyone in the room, uh, which again, just horrible. Like we got to see them in the villa earlier in the season. Shannon talked about how like she never thought Josh would ask her to be her girlfriend, even um, like no matter how far it progressed, she just didn't see him doing that in the villa. And we did get their date where Josh asked Shannon to be his girlfriend. So sweet date. They get to go home and have each other. And like, Props to Shannon for leaving with him during that moment. Like, I'm gonna need her, and yeah. I don't, you know, it's well, horrible. I mean, what's what's waiting for? Like, if she stays in the villa, like, what? I, then she's just probably gonna feel bad, and everyone will hate her. So, sure. uh, g- good that she left, but I don't really know what there would have been for her had she stayed. Um, but yeah, we just wanted to make space for that at the top of the podcast rather than trying to sandwich it in between kind of all of the nonsense because, um, that really didn't work for the vibe of the show, I would say on Tuesday when it jumped instantly into dates from that. So, um, we, we wanted to give that the, the time that it deserved, um, Unfortunately, there is still like three episodes worth of material to talk about. So we will have to do that now. Um, but mm, that's fine. Yeah. Handled better than the show. Like you said, the show really jumped straight in with the music and the narrator. Like, and then on the day, it's like, oh, this is jarring. This is not good. It went straight. Yeah, it was not. mm -mm, Did not pass the vibe check there. Mm Mm-mm. Um, so Evan, before we jump into the episodes, how have you been feeling about the episode as a whole? Um, I feel like really guilty that I've converted you into liking all these hot dummies shows. Um, but always love to hear your thoughts. No, I'm, uh, you, it was a blessing. It was exactly what I needed last year. My brain was melting and my brain has stayed melted. So I'm, I'm, Love Island will always hold a special place in my heart. It was the first RHAP thing I did. Um, and this is a season of it. Um, (laughs) it's, it's not been the best. Um, that's right. It's happening. uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I might actually be slightly higher on it than most people, but that's a pretty low bar. So, but <laughs> on the whole, I am enjoying myself. Um, some of these plot lines kind of took over and went on for way too long and mm-hmm. didn't amount to anything. And uh, now here we are with a, a mess that's going to have to get resolved next week. Of I don't even know where these stuff are going, but... 
Uh, we're here. So. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, okay. So the, the Wednesday episode, uh, is a lot of discussion of what are the boys doing about these new girls? It's a lot of Cash being concerned that Charlie might like Alana. Um, it's a lot of Olivia being upset that Corey is talking to Bailey. Uh, does any of this matter, Scally? I mean, ultimately, I feel like these really are the two storylines of the week. And while we might not want them to matter. I do feel like they shook up the villa in quite a big way. Well, yeah. I would say half. <laughs> my, yeah. my notes on the Corey and Olivia stuff are useless because I just I wrote Olivia bleh, and then I wrote later Olivia ugh. So <laughs> not not super uh, great for jogging the old memory, but. <laughs> Uh, I'm not a fan of Olivia, and I'm not a fan of Olivia and Corey as a couple. That just seems like it seems like there's a lot of people on the season that have figured out that this is a show about winning money, and it kind of soils the experience somewhat to just see people pretending that they like each other when it's pretty clear that they don't. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well, and like the audacity of Olivia to get upset about somebody, uh like keeping their options open when she let on Giovanni for literally half the season. But like, okay, Olivia, we see you. Yeah. I don't even know where that was, but Olivia is like, we deserve better. We deserve better than being held to onto as an option. Like we know what we want. And I was like, do first of all, do you, I'm not convinced. She does <laughs> like, not. I really don't think you do based on these episodes. And second of all, like you're the person who held on to someone the longest as a safety net. So like, <laughs> that's a joke. Yeah. I mean, 90% of the storylines in the season are boiled down to like, Oh, I like this person, but also I like this person. What am I going to do? And it's just, <laughs> I would just, <laughs> I'm just so sick of watching attractive people have too many options. And like, you know, on the whole, you know, polyamory is a thing. So you could like two people and not have it be a crisis that you need to feel sad about. That can just be a positive, fun thing in your life. No, no, no. In Love Island, (laughs) as with the world, there is one framework and it is um heteronormativity with only exclusive monogamy we know that uh confirmed confirmed because leslie has made it clear on social media that she was not supposed to talk about the fact that she's bisexual yeah i hate this show sometimes and it's really annoying because like let's go back to season one where there was i believe Emily and Kira had like a big flirtation ship and that was played up for like, Ooh, will they, won't they, but like they never actually are going to couple up anything like that. So when Leslie comes out of the villa and talks about how she would speak about like a famous actress that she had a crush on or something and producers would be like, let's remember the theme of the show and really keep it on topic here. Leslie, like blatant, like biophobic homophobic going on it's so incredibly frustrating 
because they don't care. It's one of the main criticisms that Love Island has mainly gotten. And then like where Leslie says she was like mostly out of anyone in the villa, like ah, she wasn't to, le- to Jenny. And when she would like talk to Jenny or like do that, they would like discourage. So super incredibly frustrating to hear about. Well, and we yeah. even knew that this show is homophobic because remember when they kicked out someone because they had done gay porn, but mm-hmm. they let anyone with an OnlyFans on. So uh-huh. it's not new information, but it's still hey. really fucking annoying. That was only because he didn't disclose it. It had nothing to do with anything besides that. Hmm? So yeah, I had, I had clocked that during the show. There was a confessional with Leslie where she's like, yeah, it was really great because I got to be open with my sexuality. And then it was like a really awkward cut where the man mm-hmm. she's talking to just responds to a completely different conversation. And like, I get that all of these shows have Franken bites and it's all edited together to make conversations out of bits of, but this was egregious. And I just had a very big vibe that, uh, there was content being cut out there. And to hear that confirmed is, um, you know, a bummer, not my favorite. Just where it's annoying enough that they don't, cast or figure out a way to make it work for queer people on these TV shows. But then when you have someone who is bisexual who, oh, you can think you can fit into the mold of the TV show and they express that they are queer in any way and you tell them, stop that. Like that is so damaging and incredibly frustrating that you are actively like making your show worse, more harmful, like everything else for no reason. It's so problematic, annoying. It's the worst. We're mad. Don't love that. Yeah. Mad. To say the least. This is the mood for the rest of the podcast now. Now I'm bummed. Well, uh, <laughs> welcome to the club. We're all bummed. Um, and we've been bummed, but yeah, I definitely wanted to bring that up as well. The other thing too is Leslie has more so confirmed on social media that she had brought a dab pen in with her and hidden it in her glasses case and she got caught with it. <laughs> more like, you know, kind of iconic behavior. <laughs> I just, I want to know where she thought she was going to be able to vape uh, with on TV without getting caught, she got away with it for multiple days. It seems like like she was there for the entirety of Casa Amor. I don't know, man. I just <laughs> I I don't know. Just a wild, a wild thing to do. Like you go through quarantine for so long, you're in sequester for so long, and then you're like, nah, I can't possibly do this without my dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh Leslie like she threw it all away for weed yeah what a better show would be if she was on it kind of iconic to be honest yeah. but like I'll give her the money she could probably use that um no she's already like a famous influencer I don't know I don't know how they make money on social media um what do y'all think of uh Jeremy still being there I guess what a leading question (laughs) I'm like uh, what do I I'm like scrolling scrolling what do I want to talk about I'm like I feel like none of this matters at all yeah I mean it was like this episode was a lot of Josh and Shannon stuff which is 
we already covered. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of Charlie and Cash stuff, which we know how that turns out. Uh, Jeremy, um, he's a person on the show as well. Uh, I could not tell you a single thing about his personality. I do not know why all of these people like him. Um, I, I, it's a mystery. It's a mystery how not only do like women generally like him, but like all of my favorite women on the show wind up liking him. And it's just awful. Like Florida was maybe my favorite person on the season and she could choose anyone she wanted. And she chose Jeremy and then she left and Jeremy got to just do whatever he wants. And now Bailey's here. She's my new favorite, but now she's with Jeremy. And now that's all. None of this makes sense. Make it make sense to me. I don't get it. I do not see the appeal. Jeremy is the definition of the devil. I know at this point where I don't like him. He is the devil, but okay, that's rude to devils everywhere, Scally. I don't know the other people. At least I know his name. <laughs> like uh, it, I look at Jeremy and I think I don't like you, but I have some familiarity with you at least by this point, which I don't have with half the villa because, like, yes, we finally have new people, but it's people that are going to be on the show for three episodes before they get voted out right before the finale. And that's it. Like they had no time to build with the audience. So at least I know who Jeremy is. I, I don't know who Jeremy is. Like, he's been on this whole I can't tell you. I know Andre better than I know Jeremy. Like Andre is a parent. Andre played soccer. They one thing about Jeremy uh, from outside of the season. He, I got nothing. He personally trains in New York. Okay. He trains personally in New York. Um, (laughs) Sure does have muscles. I did love, and it was in the Thursday episode um, when Bailey and Jeremy have a kiss, and Bailey's like, it was good. There was a lot of tongue. And you're like, oh, so it was not good. Thank you for being honest, kind of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's the way that you say it without saying it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we all knew he was the worst kisser, so there's that. Um, I did like in the Wednesday uh, episode the conversation between Cash and Alana where they really are like, we don't have an issue with each other. Literally, the problem is with Charlie and like we're done like blaming, you know, each other or other women for men's problems and men's decisions. I thought that was really nice to have on the show. Yeah, I think that's one really great thing that the season has done is that there is like no pettiness between the women. It's women supporting women and not blaming women for things men do. And uh, like that is really refreshing. You don't always see that on these shows. But uh, when you do, it is great to see. And that is a tangible high point of the season for me. Mm-hmm. Because there definitely was was some tension, like not a lot, and they have like continued to support each other, you know, during and after. But there was a little bit of tension between Cash and Trina when everything was going on. And so when Cash walked into the dressing room and was pointed at like Kira and Shannon, was like, "You, you, let's go!" Like new girls, you're out. <laughs> like I was like, "Oh no!" So I could see where Alana thought that. Um, People weren't particularly happy with her in that moment being left out of that conversation, but wasn't malicious. I'm glad that Cash took the time to pull her aside and be like, we're good. You do you. I'll do me. And like, you really don't have to factor me in this conversation. And it came up a number of times throughout the next couple days where it's like, I feel like you're too worried about me and you should not be. 
which I liked a lot. Yeah, I th- and I think Cash has a lot to do with it too because she like at one point Cash is like I don't understand why people are scared to tell me things. I'm very reasonable. Like I can get upset, but I'm not going to get like mad about things. I'm a really reasonable person and I was like, yeah, honestly, yeah, I do get that vibe. So yeah. I love that. Um okay. They do also have a Fashion Nova party. Now, Fashion Nova, better or worse sponsor than Caesars? Worse by miles, because I've heard of Caesars, for one. You've never but heard also, of Fashion Nova? I have not. Is that oh. a thing? I was going to ask you Ooh. if that was a thing. No, Fashion Nova is a big thing. They sell um, a lot of like fast fashion online. It's not exclusively lingerie, regardless of what Love Island would have you believe. Um, and I, th- I think Fashion Nova is a website that's really well known um, for having like s- at least some expanded sizing too. Um, it's, but it's I've a never big Instagram sh- brand. shopped there. But if you look at any Long uh, any Long Island, Love Island, hey, uh, cast both. members, in, <laughs> Love Island, Long Island influencers, Instagrams, uh, you are going to see a good at least 30% of their posts are Fashion Nova ads. So definitely will find uh, them in bed with Fashion Nova in mm-hmm. more ways than one. So not surprising that uh, Fashion Nova is teaming up with Love Island, but I was a little surprised that it, um, I guess, made it to the episode. It but was like a Love whole for securing a. It was a whole hmm? episode. It was it was half of Wednesday and half of Thursday. I swear to God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a while. It was a lot. I I love. Uh, so I can never remember the narrator's name. So I just called Scooter because he seems like a scooter. <laughs> it's <like> Matt Hoffman. <laughs> Oh, right, it's Matt, but it's not that Matt Hoffman yeah. or even that other Matt Hoffman. It's Matt Hoffman, the third one. Uh, but it's Scooter, <laughs> so my notes say Scooter. But okay. um, like last season, when he would just be like, "So they're in the pool, and you know what's great when you have a big pool of chips at Caesar's Palace." <laughs> just they were so absolutely corny and uh, exactly my speed, and I loved that. And this was just like. Not like a transition or a joke. It was just like Fashion Nova, Fashion Nova. Let's say Fashion Nova eight hundred times, and uh, we'll just you know Fashion Nova it up over to Fashion Nova land where you can get on a Fashion Nova bed and Fashion Nova with everybody. It was it was, uh, it was too much, too much. Fashion Nova, baby. Um, but yeah, so the the gimmick of this is a first of all that it's an advertisement for Fashion Nova. Um, but the second part of the gimmick is that um, two new guys are coming in and they are hiding in this giant bed to be discovered during the Fashion Nova sleep over slumber party. Um, so Casey comes in, he's 27 from Atlanta, and Andre, who's 28, originally from Brazil, um, comes in. And uh, they hide in the giant bed. Now, there is one very important thing to know about Andre, and that's that we're like 80% sure he's married in real life. So, okay. According to Twitter, which blew up, you get like the two new islanders are entering the villa, and one of them is Andre. And people will obviously find his Instagram very quickly, see that, huh, 
December 2020, Andre is posting about getting married. So very recently, <laughs> Andre has some social media posts that would believe that uh, he is not so single. Twitter goes a buzz. Instagram goes a buzz. Reddit goes a buzz. Uh, sorry, Ellie, when I said that there would be no married men in the villa, it seems like I misspoke. We may actually have one. Um, but later on, Andre seems to clarify that he once was married and it only lasted five months. So timeline works out. Maybe he's not. Wait, Maybe he's just wait, sneaking he in. He got separated in May based on that <laughs> did he get married in december i don't know he posted about being married in december mm. but yeah i mean what would shock me like if he was like oh i told my wife that we uh should probably take a break and then three days i'm on love island like that would be par for the course so it wouldn't surprise me either way yeah like the cast like i'm doing the math here the casting process is not instantaneous that takes mm -hmm. a significant amount of time Mm -hmm. So even if they got married on December 1st and then broke up exactly five months later and then he applied for Love Island literally that day, that's still a very tight window. Yeah. Um, what led credence to this theory was his wife's Instagram account seemingly being converted into a travel account. So it was like some generic travel name, like aces travel and resort comments on Andre's post. Like love you so much, honey. Like can't wait to see you. Oh my God. Um, now I, okay. I was reading up on like a pretty high profile, like criminal case that happened in Victoria, like a couple of years ago. And it was someone who decided they were going to gone girl themselves at, so that they could get basically reported as deceased so that their life insurance would pay their debts. And they told their wife they were going on a bike ride and then they just didn't come back. Now, do you think this could be anything like that? Like, what do you think Ooh. he told his wife when he walked out and left to go be on Love Island? He's just like, I'm going to go to the store and buy a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> no, that's too, that's too cliche. Ballsy scammer. What else has he pulled off in the past right? that led him to believe that this was the next move? I want to know. I maybe, want maybe he had his wife on a cheesy soccer date in the backyard, and he said, "If I score a goal on you, I get to leave and never come back and date other women on TV." <laughs> and then he pointed left and he kicked yeah, right. That's all it takes. I think that's we're on to move. something here. Um. But yes, okay, so the Fashion Nova party is all about just like, they, they do the box of dares um, because let's face it, making out is more interesting than the truth. Yeah, I wrote down that it's not truth or dare. This game is kiss or kiss. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I... Not even dares. It's just every dare is just kiss somebody in yep. a slightly different way. That's right. I dare you to kiss with whipped cream passionately with the person who's sitting there and then stroke them on the head like okay we're really running out of dares guys yeah it's like i want you to pick um the person that you're third most attracted to and you'll kiss for 15 <laughs> seconds but not passionately but intensely only like, put your tongue. forehead on a baseball bat spin around three times and then kiss somebody Five seconds on the elbow. It's just <laughs> yeah. weird shit. 
Yeah. Um, the one that I thought was really weird was when it was like, pick three people you think would make an attractive thruple and they'll all kiss each other at once. <sighs> yeah, okay. this, this show. This maybe, show. Okay, maybe I'm very sheltered, but I feel like people aren't out here triple kissing that much in real life as they are on these shows. Uh, no. No, I wouldn't say um, it never happens. Well, but no, I'm, I'm say, not saying it never happens. <laughs> like, I will say, um, if Alana, Andre, and Bailey were to thruple up, I would vote for them to win. Yes. So maybe not a bad strategy. Yeah, like, but yeah, I have a lot of poly friends, and it's very, very rarely three people together. It's a lot of like. I'm dating this person. This person's dating that person. I'm also dating this other person. And they're dating the person. That, but it's never like we are a three person couple. The, mm. the actual definitional thruple is not a thing that happens often. Um, and I think even in that situation, they probably just kiss each other one at a time. I don't think that's like. But the thing that bummed me about this is it was just like. Let's show the girls kissing the guy. And very quickly, they kiss each other. Now they're kissing the guy again. Oh, now the other one's kissing the guy. Oh, quick. Oh, it's done. And it had the camera at a weird angle, so you couldn't even see the girls kissing. It's just like, Mm -hmm. can we allow queer stuff on the show, please? Well, and you know that they would never have allowed it to be, like, two men in the throuple. Like, it would have been like, no, you're going to pick three people, and it will be two women and one man, because uh, when two women kiss, that can be for the male gaze, whereas uh, when two men kiss, it is not considered that way. So... But yeah. two men kiss, it's just for the gays. I'm trying to think if it was ever... <laughs> it could be for me, too. I don't know. If it was ever on the U.S. seasons. I know on um, the U.K. seasons there have been times where it's been like... Um, like suck and blow, like passing it along or something. And like two guys will get matched up next to each other. I don't know if that has happened. I believe that's happened on U.S., but not uh, as often as you would think in some of these challenges. No. Yeah, I would I was watching Love Island UK season three before I came into this one. And uh first of all, much better season. It's a great uh, season. It's a wonderful Iconic. season. Um but yeah there's there's a there's a kiss there between Dom and Kem which I thought was adorable. <laughs> and it would not happen on this show. Mm-mm. Which is why UK is the better show. You did not lie to us, that's for damn sure. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. America. We are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Um, okay, so the new guys, uh, go on dates. Um, 
Casey picks Ellie and Andre picks Olivia. So Casey and Ellie um ride bikes into a, a forest picnic to have drinks. Yeah. It I happened. mean it's hard when you get to this late stage where like we have usually established couples, not that we do now, but like a couple of established couples and then a couple new people that we know nothing about and they're kind of forced to couple up with each other, even though that just means they're going to get voted out um, as soon as possible. So as far as I can get invested in a Casey and Ellie relationship, I think it's cute. I like Ellie in particular from what I've seen so far. She seems fun, Um, but you know, a nice enough date. I mean, it might be a hot take at this point. I don't know how hot it is after these couples, but I was, uh, you know, skipping ahead to the, the couples we have at the end. Uh, I think I'm pulling for Casey and Ellie. I think they're going to be my, my voting <laughs> I considered it. <laughs> there's, Honestly, there's, there's okay. There's so little else, um, and neither of those people are awful. We don't know if they're awful, so uh, that really narrows it down. So I, I think I'm all in on them at this point. I thought this was a nice date. I would do this date. I would do most of these dates. These dates seem fun to me. Like I would, I would rollerblade and then sit on a picnic blanket and have food in front of me that I'm not allowed to actually eat and drink some wine and maybe have a kiss at the end. That sounds like an amazing night. It actually does sound really nice when you say it like that. (laughs) The soccer one was so much more boring. But the, okay, yeah. but the, they were both very boring to me, to be honest. Um, sure, but the soccer one was worse because it's uh, Olivia. I think, like, at least you get to ride bikes, you get drinks, and get to sit in the forest on the first one. I mean, we learned a little bit. Like I said, we don't know Casey at all, but like, was born in Germany, lived in Japan. His dad was in the military, so he moved around. Uh, you know, they had a little bit of a connection, but it ultimately don't build a ton from there. With Andre and Olivia, it was just like, oh, let's play more truth or dare. Like, oh my God, kill me. I, and when <laughs> he said truth, I was like, what are you doing? You're supposed to say dare and then kiss each other. Like, what show are you on? It's, I don't even know with these two. I just, you know, this is just proof that baseball is a better sport than soccer. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> God. Okay. Um, I also, I just feel like it's so, because like Andre was really good and straight up about the fact that he has a child, which I think is really important because like that can be a deal breaker for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, like people can have their opinions on that, whatever, but some people just know that they shouldn't date someone who has a kid and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and so it was really great that he was super upfront about that, but I feel like the way Olivia was like, oh no, I love that you have a daughter was so weird. So I have a unsubstantiated thought in my brain about Olivia and that she's fake and she's never cared about anyone. That's also true. I feel like there is a trend in the types of men that she wants to date and the types of men that she pretends to be interested in. And, you know, I'm not saying necessarily, but there seems to be a correlation with skin tone that uh, she seems to not be interested in much with the people with darker skin, but pretends to be because she's on television. 
But when someone with lighter skin comes in, she seems to be much more actually interested in them. Um, so I was getting that vibe on this date. Um, obviously, small sample size. I don't know her personally. I'm not making actual accusations. Don't don't at me on Twitter. But if people want to get mad about Olivia, they can at me again. It's at Kirsten said what fight me. It's fine. Yeah. It's not a. I don't think it's an unfounded thing to say. I felt a little bit hesitant to put it in those terms when it when Slade was in because it again was just like one person. But I do feel like it's starting to really seem like a trend, and uh, it's really gross. And uh, I also just don't think she has liked anyone on the show. Yeah, I mean, she like when she was with Giovanni, she said a lot of times, you know, he's not really my type. Uh, which on its own could could mean nothing. Um, I I have not taken notes throughout the whole season, but I was taking notes these episodes, and um, I actually watched the Laid Bear episode, which was a, a whole lot of nothing. But I told you you didn't have to watch that. Just I know, for the record, I, I did anyway. I was like, great, I don't have to watch this now. I'm going to sit down and watch it anyway because what am I going to do? Talk to my family. But Olivia says, uh, quote, I love East Coast men because they're so educated. And she also says, what makes me happy is when a guy has a job. And both of those definitely could be read with a connotation to them, uh, especially when I'm already having uh, thoughts and assumptions. And we know a little bit about Olivia's political leanings from Instagram stalking anyway. I just... I'm not a fan for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Go off. I say funny things too sometimes. You just got me on an angry day. Well, we're all angry today, so. Yeah. I don't know. It is not believable. It's been speculated about online over and over and over and over. Like we said, small sample size. So impossible to know for sure not something that she's ever going to address directly but i don't know i just she comes in with andre says there's like an immediate spark in terms of her thinking like that having a child is attractive in the villa i mean when she's dealing with like otherwise extremely immature men and she seems to have a very high regard of her own maturity that I don't know is founded. She's but, my age again. Uh, my age. I know. But in terms of her own view of herself and her maturity, she has a very high opinion. And so whether this is accurate or not, when someone says they have a child, especially for a number of years, and they present it as a very important part of their life, it is going to give the impression that they are a little more mature, responsible, something like that. And so I think Olivia really did like latch on to the qualities around having a child that might be associated with most of like the, you know, like thoughts that you would have uh for someone that has a child versus the actual having a child that olivia is looking to have in her life right now i think you're on to something i think you are um we do also get there there's also like the bailey Corey, jeremy of it all where uh bailey is like kind of going towards jeremy because she sees that Corey's into olivia and then it's just confusing 
Um, yeah. I, I really liked Corey and Bailey as a couple. Like, it really, the, the Corey and Olivia just seemed fake from both sides. And to see Corey, like, go and sit on the swing with Bailey, and they talked for literally hours. Um, on their first date, they're, like, talking to each other in cute accents, and it's very, you know, like, it seemed like they were actually vibing. And, like, somewhere in my notes, I wrote, Corey, just date this woman, please. Um, and he does he does not. But, like, I really liked their, their vibe as a couple. And um, it didn't go anywhere. I would love to hear if Corey and Olivia have ever had a two and a half hour conversation like Corey and Bailey allegedly had. Because I'm betting no. Have they spoken <laughs> for a combined two and a half hours in uh, their entire time? Yes, they had <laughs> Operation Heart Attack. Okay, and that probably took a long time to plan that she was going to make a fool of herself with Will. Yeah. <laughs> I just I I feel so much embarrassment for her on this show to be honest, but like you know she thinks that she's like doing something. She's not. She's not. Um I liked the Kira and Olivia conversation where Kira's like you actually have to just take a risk and Olivia's like I've taken enough risks. Mhm. Well, up. it's funny because Olivia, through these episodes, has been extremely paranoid, shown to be frantic at times, worrying about Corey and Bailey. And Cash says, basically, well, he's not disrespecting you. The only time and she's like, well, when would that be? Um, That would be if he's lying to you or kissing you, (laughs) kissing someone else. And then Olivia comes back from her date. And especially when talking to Corey. When talking to everyone else, it's we kissed, we kissed, we kissed. And then talking to Corey, it's he kissed me. So Mm -hmm. there is definite pushing the responsibility onto someone else when it's like you're doing what was discussed would be disrespectful if it happened to you. But sure. Yeah, don't care for it. Um, It's just. I, I just get a vibe from so many people that they had us sit down and said, this is our strategy of how we will win the game. And I just feel like Corey and Olivia have no chemistry at all, but they think, well, we're both original people and, you know, people don't seem to like Kieran and Will. So maybe if we stay together, we'll uh-huh. win the 100,000. But they don't like each other. And so I don't think they will. I think they're just going to, you know, make everyone bummed for no reason. And just, you know, kill the vibe. Like, I have, like, at every point in the show where there has been a decision, it's been the one that's kind of a bummer. The show mm-hmm. is constantly, like, the worst version of itself. Any any of these choices could have been better at any point. Yeah, it's every decision that production makes and every decision that the contestants make is the worst possible decision uh at every turn and then drama carries on for way too long and then abruptly is cut off and then now what's the storyline going into the last three episodes um it's gonna be that olivia still wants andre even though she's coupled up with Corey now that's all still gonna be happening and i don't like it it's it's all bad everything's bad there's there's no story left Olivia knows that she is there to win this show. <laughs> she is going to focus on Corey, Andre, who <laughs> like ready to get Trina and Andre eliminated. That's it. Cause uh, I don't see that her, you know, going back on this once it's made, I don't think there will be another recoupling. 
I don't but think so. I could be wrong. There, there have not been enough recouplings up to this point. We need, like, there's way too many of the original people still here, and the original mm-hmm. people were not the best. But well, like at the start of the season, I was like, well, at least a lot of these people will be gone by the end. And uh, they are not. They're still here. Yeah, it's when it's also every recoupling they had has happened at the worst possible time so that new people don't actually get a chance to get their footing. Um, And so, yeah, again, it's just a show being the worst version of itself. It's fine. But we've made it to tonight's episode, everybody. We did it. We did it. I don't feel great, but we did it. I mean, yeah. We'll get into it. We will get into it. Um, what happened in this episode before the recoupling that actually matters? Scally, I'm going to have to rely on you because you're like the smart one here. I'm just a bimbo. So, let's see. Um, there were some conversations, again, Cash saying to for Alana to... Um, you know, really figure things out with Charlie. Charlie still all of a sudden is not sure. The conversation that I found the most interesting was between Charlie and Cash, which is shown to us not long before the recoupling, mm-hmm. when it's presented as if there's a chance they're going to get back together, which oh, I thought yeah. was really yeah, this was weird. Because there was, was like, weird. the weeping. There was all of the weeping about how they were done forever. And then all of a sudden in this episode, in all of the nighttime scenes, Charlie and Cash are cuddled up and they have this conversation. Yeah, and it's like Cash is like very upset. She's like, if somebody said they were in it a hundred percent with you, and then they're doing that. And it's like he Literally yesterday, I said he wasn't going to pursue you anymore. How, where are you getting the idea that he's a hundred percent on you? Because he is like ten or fifteen percent on you at best. Well, I think because he did not select her in the recoupling, they couldn't show that conversation because it would just make him look too bad if he went back yeah. on his decision again. I don't think that he did give any indication. I feel like it was more of a talk of he was 100% in on her at Casa more. We saw a lot of conversations specifically where it's like they're straddling each other on the floor in front of everyone where it's like, wow, we're so perfect and I can't believe it goes past like this to what became a very cold, icy relationship in the house very quickly. And so I don't know if this was just a figuring out where they really were getting before the recoupling. Uh, this was Charlie's last conversation before, uh, you know, deciding to go for Alana because he's talked a number of times about really needing to figure it out with cash. And I just, am like, what more is there to figure out? Like you guys have ended the conversation. Yeah. It didn't seem like when the actual recoupling came around, I was, I was not surprised and I was actually happy that Charlie made the correct choice even if it means that the protagonist of this season is no longer on the season. It just, there wasn't a lot of drama there leading up to it. Uh, There was a moment in the girls dressing room where they started talking about uh, having fanny flutters. Do we want to talk about this? Because that's a loaded phrase. This is standard UK talk. Yeah. (laughs) 
It's, uh, it's it certainly needs a different thing in the UK than it does in America. It, yes. So uh, in case anybody is unaware to the un- uninformed, uh, in the UK, when someone says fanny, they're talking about a vagina. <laughs> yep. Whereas in the US. It's a butt. But. <laughs> I can't really yeah. imagine either of those parts legitimately being fluttery, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm not an anatomy expert, <laughs> but it's not like, ooh, I got I got quivers in my booty. That means <laughs> this must be real. Yeah, I don't think that's a thing for a butt. Um, I don't think it's not a thing for the vagine. You know, it is what it is. The more you know. Uh, I- <laughs> that was that was on the main episode, not on the uh, laid bare where they show you the stuff they can't air because it's too saucy. Like uh, like Shannon saw praying mantis. Can't put that in the episode. Too saucy. Well, that's just too boring. Why did they put that on laid bare? Well, if we're talking about laid bare, there's only really two things that I have to bring up for oh, it. Wait, should we talk about three coupling first and then that? I was thinking may as well go laid bare and then finish oh, out on okay. the recoupling. Cause You're the boss. I didn't watch laid bare because I love myself. Love being the boss. <laughs> so we did get a little bit of, I don't know when in the week this was, but Cash joking around with Charlie about how he was only saved by America because they love her and he is just riding her coattails to the finale. That was great. It might be true. (laughs) Well, and he should have done it. He could have just done that and gotten the money. Is going to inspire it. (laughs) Like, I feel like it was an awkward joke. Uh, Didn't seem to cause a lot of tension there, but I do have one blind item. Which, and I know Evan has watched, so Evan cannot take a guess. But which Islander do you think tried to cook fish? In the oven on a wooden charcuterie board. Well, every other time something really fucking stupid has happened, it's been Corey. So I'm going to have to go with Corey. It was Corey. Yes! <laughs> Corey. He's so dumb. It's. And when I don't want, I don't know Corey's level of education. But when Olivia's talking about how she loves educated men from the East Coast, all I could think of was Corey setting that board on fire in the oven. <laughs> and it's just it's like he's gonna poison his date. That fish did not look cooked on I, that wooden board. I, I do think that there I feel like there could be a chance that Corey is one of the No, never mind. Actually, you know what? I'm not gonna say it. I'm I'm smarter than that. I take it. Never mind. We're, we move, I just, we move. <laughs> you know, I don't have common sense sometimes. I don't. I'm not a common sense person. Yeah, but you but know I, that Spanish and Italian are different languages. Yes. And that is why no matter how many scenes we get of them, I will never believe Olivia and Corey. I don't believe it in the slightest. Do- uh, these are all examples. They are submitted as evidence for me after. I have, a, I have a question for you, Scally. Do you think there is a chance that Corey thinks Alaska is Australia and he wants to go on a vacation there? 
Mm. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I think it's very it's, possible. It's on the table. Now questioning if he knows where Egypt is. Yeah, um, he's convinced that he's, he's fascinated in Egypt because he thinks the pyramids were built by aliens. Hey, uh, you don't have any evidence that they weren't. <laughs> So I've actually had a friend present this theory to me, um, friend loosely, I would say only because of this, no other reasons, but <laughs> um, because, quote, I watched a YouTube video about it. Oh. So the theories are out there. There it is. <laughs> I just well, would like ironclad. anyone, especially in the year 2021, who's coming to you being like, oh, look at this YouTube video. I really learned something from it. Run. They're too far gone. You cannot help them. Run. It's, okay. I think, it's a lot. Yeah. You know, this episode was mostly a waste, and I'm glad, I, I think, we on the main show have dodged the food challenge. I think the food challenge got shoved into late bear here because it was awful and didn't even do any of the things they want the food challenge to do. Like, they didn't even baby bird food into each other's mouths, which is gross. But, like, I understand that challenges are supposed to be about, like, kissing or whatever, and, like, that makes some amount of sense. Here they're just throwing food at each other in a pizza thing. So, yeah, like, maybe people food. don't have to see that. That's just on uh, Paramount Plus. That's, that's I, the sell it's, too, it's too raunchy. I feel bad for Will, who's a vegan, and they're throwing meat at him. <laughs> like, yeah. did not feel great about that one. Oh, poor Will. Yeah, I would. I'd be very upset if people started like throwing pepperonis at me or whatever. Yeah, I do think it's rude. The only other conversation I thought uh, worth flagging up was Will and Andre talking, and Andre talking about his marriage um, and how marriage means so much to him um, that he proposed after five months and very quickly got divorced. <laughs> I was like, you don't sound like someone well, who has, holds marriage in such high regard. Marriage doesn't matter more to anyone than it matters to the people who marry in haste and regret it um, at, at leisure. Is that how the saying works? He cares about marriage so much that he wants as many of them as he can acquire. Andre's <laughs> marriage. <laughs> <laughs> The, the one other thing from Lay Bear that I wanted to flag, um, there is a there's a scene where, for whatever reason, they're talking about the weirdest sex they've ever had. Okay. And um, Olivia is talking about how at one point a man in a costume decides to go down on her. And it was like a big question on the show about like what kind of a costume was it? And it turns out it is a person in like a full on bear suit with like a bear mask and everything. A furry? I I don't know if it was a furry or not. Uh, I think it was Halloween related, but um I just, you know, I think Scooter does a pretty good job narrating, but he did not follow up this conversation with a laid bear joke, and I was just very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I was really, I don't know why, but I just thought, and I, I don't I don't know why I thought this, because when they did Never Have I Ever, Olivia was like, well, I've done everything. Um, but I just really was picturing Olivia being like, yeah, the craziest sex I've ever had is like one time I was on top. <laughs> I don't know. She's the one who said she's done everything. She's joined the Mile High Club. Like, 
Give it up for Olivia. Yeah. What it was like, does anyone have an interesting sex story was the question. And then everyone in the room turned to look at Olivia. So that's sort of the Good. reputation she's got. And, and she uh, did not disappoint. A man in a full bear suit uh, went down on her. Did her. not take the mask off or anything. I don't know how that worked. Was Olivia um, on Sexy Beast? Oh no! Because my understanding of sexy beasts is that they can't do much with their mouths in those costumes. Well, I don't know that the person who attempted to do anything was very successful either. Ooh! <laughs> Shots fired. Well, I I don't know, but I think we've spent more time thinking about this than I would like. <laughs> so the recoupling. So the recoupling. It happens um, somewhat how you'd expect and uh, somehow, I guess, how you'd not expect. So first, of course, Will chooses Kira because blah, blah, blah. They have strong feelings for each other. I know it's just say I do not care. Yeah, that, that's, and that's mm-hmm. how I feel about all of it. You know, there's such a push online right now that it's like. I don't care that they are the only established couple no, from the beginning. We are voting we are Kira voting and them. Will out. We're voting them out. When my voting opens <laughs> at 10 p.m. my time in two hours, I am voting for anybody else. <laughs> I, I will be. I think I'm, I'm rocking Casey and Ellie at this point. Yeah, I think I'm I think with I'm, you. I'm really in on that. I'll reveal mine at the end. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, okay. So then Casey couples up with Ellie. Corey couples up with Olivia. Jeremy. On this one, I just wrote, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, there's did a you lot. Did you think that they were going? I th- did you think Corey would pick Olivia, or do you think he was going Bailey? I thought he might pick Bailey, because it really Same. seems like they vibe a lot better. And then I, And then I was like, oh, or maybe, like, I don't even know. I just, I thought he was going to choose Bailey. And then when he didn't, I was like, oh, that's weird. I also wrote put on a shirt because he is wearing just the suit jacket. Okay, <laughs> well, happen. you know what? Let me objectify a man in peace. Thank you, Evan. Like, uh, <laughs> then don't wear the jacket. I mean, just it's like, like a little it's, mystery. It's, uh, <sighs> everyone else is dressed all fancy, and he is not. Although I've seen his facial hair, so I shouldn't be surprised. Oh, <laughs> Corey with his eighty-four curls on his head. I did. I did also love um, when Corey and Olivia had their conversation and Olivia's like, ew, why are we like so mature? And he's like, I guess it's just 29 things like it's just because we're both 29. And I'm like, am I going to become like a giant loser in like five months? Like, I hope not. Refuse to age. Yeah, if I ever get to be 29, I'll be lame. But I'm a young person. I mean, anyways, I'll be 26 until the day I die. Thank you. Um, okay, uh, Jeremy then couples up with Bailey, which uh, disgusting to me that she is forced to be in a couple with him, and I hate him so much, and why is he there? Why? Why is he there? Yeah. My notes here are best girl with worst guy. No opinions on them at this point. They are just another couple that's there for I'm me. just so sick of Jeremy and his stupid face and his stupid personality or lack thereof. <laughs> I hate him so much. I why is he still on my TV? Yep. Um Andre coupled up with Trina. Which They've never spoken. I yeah, I, have they been in the same room? No. 
Like he uh, wanted her, to pick Olivia. He thought Olivia would be available to him. Her hand like grazed his shoulder when they all jumped into the bed. And that's the most contact they've had all week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I think he did mention at one point that he was interested in pulling her for a chat at some point. But I don't think he ever did. I, I think that was Casey. <laughs> I don't oh, think Andre Casey? ever mentioned Trina. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, it came out of nowhere. It is very strange. I thought that Trina was going to get sent home to like finally have some peace, but no, they're torturing her by keeping her in the villa a little longer. (laughs) Honestly, Andre and Trina, they could win. I'd be okay with that. And I guess we'll jump right to it. That is my endorsement. Trina deserves this. She wanted to go home and have peace and quiet. She's (laughs) been through so much. Yeah, I'm I'm voting for Trina and Andre. I don't care if he's married and they're never going to be together. I hope it's Trina and Andre. She gets the envelope with the money and she says, fuck you. I'm keeping all of it. That's what I want. It's what we deserve. It is the only satisfying ending as far as I'm concerned. I don't like Trina and haven't for a very long time. Well, it was nice having you. Bye. Anyways. um, Okay. Then I have strong opinions about how she handled the Cinco situation, but that's very, very old news. She's just a nice lady who deserves to not be on TV. Look, she didn't handle it the best, but I have no evidence of how any of these other new people would have handled the situation similarly. So, you know what? Trina has been through enough. She has said, maybe I'll give it a chance with someone new. Who knows? I would like that someone new to be $100,000 at the end. (laughs) Let's give her what she deserves. Yeah, take the money. Come on, Trina. (laughs) And look, all of her exes, Cinco, Jeremy, they're going to have to watch her win the game and they'll know they should have just stayed with her. Um, exactly. And then, okay, Charlie picks Alana and Andre awkwardly claps. And yes, that's right. Cash is going home and she is going home to Cinco. She just only hopes it's not too late. Okay, you guys are more on the Instagram than I am. Is it too late? I think I saw like a Cinco and Jenny thing. No, take it back. They were. Seemingly just traveling around Hawaii. I don't know that it was anything. I think they just got eliminated on the same day. Leslie was like, I wish I just got eliminated that day. I would have just gone traveling with them. That would have been fun. Um, I think that, like, uh, I don't know if this is going to be too late, but I think we'll probably get a good few Instagram stories out of the two of them. But I don't know. Maybe test this out. I don't know that it's going the distance, but I think that Cinco was always the choice for cash, like she said. And I don't know if she knew that, why she did not go ahead and go with that. I really liked how they did give Trina the confessional where she's like, yeah, of course, I still have feelings for him, but I really think him and cash are meant to be like, I hope that they mm-hmm. make it. Like, I thought that was really sweet and nice. That makes me want her to have the money more. Agreed, agreed. But we did get the preview of some of the women being like, do you think Cash would want us to be nice to Charlie? No, we're going to be his wife hell, basically. Um, I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, Cash has never at any point encouraged being mean to anyone. 
Yeah, so just why I don't get it. I don't remember exactly who that was, so I reserve the right to change my endorsement for winner um, if it's particularly bad. But as of right now, I'm on the Andre and Trina train. I also feel like they are the most likely to steal the money from each other. Yeah. So that would be nice. I want Trina to steal the money. That's what I Ideally. want. Like, I, it's fine if she wins and shares it, I guess, but I want her to win and take it. I want her to be like, I have been through hell and back this season. All I wanted was to go home and none of you would let me. And I'm taking the money. There is an equal chance, though, that Andre gets the money and steals it. And then goes home to his wife. That's hilarious. Finding out that Andre is actually married wins because people like Trina and then steals the money would be the perfect ending to the season. Andre has mouths to feed, okay? It's not the worst case. But again, I want Trina to take the money. But like, it could be be worse. Jeremy could get the money. (laughs) That would be worse. No, he can't. Take it back. Oh, because you know he would steal it. There's no way that man's sharing with anybody. He doesn't care about a single human. What do you think the most likely scenario is? And that's probably my last question. I don't know. Like, I think maybe Will and Kira just because they've been together so long, but people don't like them. Yeah, they were really low. And I don't know how much of that was they, the public was mad about Will and Casa more, and if that's blown over a little bit. But I think it's just they're boring and people don't like them. Yeah. But who else is left? Um, I, is like Corey and Olivia a thing that the public at large likes? I, like, I know it's not a thing I like, but could people that like be? Corey. They do like Corey. They both got enough votes on their own to be saved That's in the true. last Ugh. solo vote. Gross. I think that right now our front runners, unfortunately, are Olivia and Corey. So if you guys don't want Olivia and Corey to win, which I trust that most of you don't. We really got to organize, guys. <laughs> we really got to organize. Yeah, this is this is a tough go, but I'm I'm sick of being depressed about this. I'm sorry, um, Evan. Thank you for joining us today. <laughs> yeah, real real upper of a, of a podcast here. The the podcast might not be an upper. The season might not be an upper, but it is always wonderful to get to talk to you, and I I mean that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm happy to be here. Hopefully, I will uh, be on RHAP more than twice in 2021. Uh, you know, maybe I'll be up to like four times. You know, who knows? Really, really could go wild. You'll be begging to get rid of me by <laughs> well, the end of it. Survivor's coming back, and I do feel like that's really uh, your your main show that you know about. So I, I have I have strong feelings that you'll be you'll yeah. be back. I, I can't promise back. anything because I'm not the boss, but. Uh, Okay, so let's all vote to make Kirsten the boss. <laughs> I you, thought I was the if boss. If you need me to write you a note or something, um, I'll do that. <laughs> but it's like, have you bully people on my behalf until I'm I get I'm always on every ready show. to cyberbully. I'm ready to cyberbully, and I always have been, and I always will be. But Evan, if people want to know more about what you've got going on, where can they find you? Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter. I am at Shovel Mage. Um, I have, I maybe will be starting a new podcast soon with a friend of mine where we will watch obscure sports uh, that neither of us know anything about. 
Um, and we will like watch an entire season of it and become experts in them by the end. We're, we're thinking about, uh, starting with like shot put slash javelin, all of the like throwing Ooh. things sports. Okay. And we will go deep on like who the big competitors are and, and all of that. And this is coming from a very queer angle where we're both non-binary people who are reclaiming sports for queer people because that's a thing that, you know, cis men have really ruined for everybody else, but we're, we're taking that back. So, uh, probably this month that will be, you know, formulating. So follow me at Shovel Mage, and that's where you will hear about more of that if that happens. Hell yeah. When that happens. Wait, so you Stand put it up. out there. You just plugged it on RHAP. Like, it's happening. Yeah. The, the, the deal I made was, you know, I will, I will watch sports and then I will show up and talk about it. And then you can do all the editing and all the work. And, they said yes to that, so okay. I'm on board. Hell yeah. Love that for you. Um, yes, everyone go follow Evan at Shovel Mage. Um, Scally, where can people find you? So Love Island is soon to end, which cis men have also ruined. Uh, but so if you want to keep up with stuff I'm doing outside of this, uh, mostly going to be the challenge coming up that's about to premiere over on the dom and colin podcast network uh follow me on twitter at brian underscore scally yeah hell yeah the challenge is back baby um also back on august 11th is riverdale so kowski cast will be returning um but also we know the season's almost over, but we got like a really mean two star review that was upset about Jacob not knowing where Alaska is. And I don't acknowledge two star reviews. I choose, I'm choosing not to perceive it, but it would make it a lot easier to not perceive it if y'all would go flood us with five star reviews. Thank you to Team Court, who said that we make this show watchable for their five star review. And if everyone else wants to do that too, um, you can find us at rubiswebsite.com slash temptation island because nobody listens to me um and we will be back next wednesday with puya zambakili to talk about the finale and the last bit of love island usa um also you can follow me everywhere at kirsten said what um i forgot about that so i apologize uh and you can listen to my bojack horseman rewatch podcast bojack horse pod um but more importantly back to leaving us five star reviews if you could do that that would be great we love you uh and we'll see you uh at the finale if you're looking for love well you've come to the wrong place because kirsten and scally show are truly a disgrace so we don't care about the love that might be there yeah we just want to see the drama